Welcome to another episode of the Property Pulse Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Stockbridge. Every episode, we bring you the first principles of real estate, interviews with the identities and influences that are making their mark on the real estate community and bringing you hints and tips that we hope helps you make and save tens of thousands of dollars on your real estate journey. EXP Realty is a US-based real estate brand boasting a virtual model that has just landed in Australia, drawing comparisons with other international brands that have come before. I'm Dave from Real, and I hope you enjoy these industry insights on the brands that came before and failed and why I believe EXP will succeed. Why EXP Realty is not the new purple bricks and why I won't be joining. Every half generation or so, a real estate brand breaks from the pack and asserts a certain level of signboard activity and that it can easily feel they dominate a particular real estate market. The truth is that this occurs at a local, regional and national level and more recently, also internationally. Purple Bricks was an international brand based in the UK that failed miserably in Australia after spending tens of millions of dollars on mainstream media, media, including a record spend for a real estate brand ever on TV in a deal with Channel 7 reported to be worth over $8 million. In any given marketplace, a brand is in the ascendancy or making an impact whilst others are fading into irrelevance. This is the natural rhythm of most markets that at any time, any point in time, have a dominant brand trading against a series of challenger brands. So why is EXP different and why do I believe it will succeed where other international brands like Remax, Century 21 and Purple Bricks have failed? Firstly, let's examine why the three examples that have failed to capitalize on their initial impact in spite of early momentum and significant investment and see why it is that they've failed. I have covered Purple Bricks' demise extensively before, so I won't go into too much detail here, but Purple Bricks failed in Australia because it did not offer a strong enough value proposition to the vendor as it did in its home market of the UK. Australian consumers did not want to do their own open inspections to save money and didn't embrace the budget branding. The interface between the company, the client and the public was not traditional and was not cheap enough to compensate. Remax burst onto the scene about 17 or 18 years ago and caused huge disruption in the industry, particularly in Queensland, where it still enjoys a greater presence than anywhere else in the country. As some of you may recall, I was a Remax franchisor for nine years and was an advisor to their board of directors, and so I understand their model very well. Remax's interface with its clients and the public was no different to a traditional agent. Remax was a revolution for the real estate industry because of the way salespeople were remunerated. Remax, well before Remax, most agents received between 35% and 50% of the commission received by the business for a sale. Remax had several several remuneration models developed in the US that enabled salespeople to earn around 80% of the commission paid by the client to the agency. 
This led to a surge of well-established agents in Queensland, leaving well-known brands in droves to join Remax in its early years. Ray White was the biggest casualty at the time, as much of the early Remax network was made up of former Ray White agents seeking a higher percentage of their overall commission. Then Ray White pivoted and countered by releasing their own high remuneration model to combat the Remax threat. This became known as Raymax, and that stemmed the tide and eventually reversed the exodus. Although just a blip on the road to Ray White, Australia's market leadership, their move proved fatal to Remax's chances of emulating the market dominance it enjoyed in North America at the time. Another factor that affects the growth of Remax is that the office owner does not earn much money. The margins are slim and the opportunities for growth are limited because almost all brands pay up to 65% for the right salesperson and I know of many high performing agents that now earn up to 80% of the overall commission. So Remax's value proposition to the industry is now substantially diluted. Um, and is now delivered by every brand out there. So Remax have become a bit player in the real estate landscape, feared by no one any longer. Century 21, well, they were simply not different enough in any particular way. Century 21 burst onto the scene here in South Australia. They acquired Miles Pierce, uh, which was at the time the largest independent network in South Australia. But Century 21 soon subsided, seemingly not delivering a definitive enough USP to continue the momentum and with no glaring, glaringly obvious point of difference, Century 21 has become one in a sea of brands in the market. Although charismatically led by Charles Tarby, the, a, a true real estate icon, it would appear Century 21's recent slick new rebrand has not been enough to revive its hopes of marketplace domination. So why is it that EXP Realty is different? Well, EXP pays its salespeople a high percentage of the commission, 70, 30, up to 100,000, then 100% of the commission thereafter, and can do so because they don't need a bricks and mortar offices to operate. Although some offices will convert to EXP and have a physical presence, the model is based on there being no offices, no head offices, just a community of agents and admin people working in an online space, but otherwise delivering the same interpersonal interface as a normal real estate agency. There are other reasons, um, of course, in traditional real estate offices, the principal recruits salespeople. In EXP, agents recruit agents because they get paid to do so. So more recruiters means, well, more recruiting. Uh, similar to multi-level marketing businesses, uh, re, uh, EXP agents actually get paid several generations of recruits in their downline. Some EXP agents in the US are already earning tens of thousands of dollars a month in these referral payments. On top of this, in, if certain performance levels are achieved, then agents can even get paid stock in the company. It's a very good thing for independent and experienced operators who don't want to own an office but want to earn more money. EXP now has over 30,000 agents around the world and I believe they are the greatest threat to the established brands and established real estate models globally. 
the consumer gets what they've always received and the agent gets more uh, money and has some passive income benefits as well. EXP Realty can do all of this because they've taken the major cost center out of the equation, that being the real estate office. So why won't I be joining EXP then if it's so good? Well, I have my own independent brand, which is proudly South Australian owned and operated. And one of our brand values is helping local brands grow. Yes, the world needs big brands, but it also needs small brands, local brands to succeed. And that is one of our mantras here at Real. The other is that I'd already identified much of this model and implemented into my own business over recent years. My team are well paid and over the normal rates because they're great at what they do. We work in a cohab space at Fluid Solar House, a space we manage and share with other property services businesses, creating somewhat of a hub for Northern real estate. We leverage technology so we can increase efficiencies and keep a cap on fees so our clients also receive awesome value. As I own my business and part own the real brand, I don't pay any franchise fees to anyone and neither do any of my staff. So I don't pay $30,000 to EXP and can invest that in my own business should I want or maybe in, maybe even take a holiday. Yes, I don't get stock bonuses in a growing business, but I haven't invent, invested the money either, which is better for cash flow and I enjoy the higher degree of autonomy and freedom whilst remaining highly local. But mark my word, EXP is 2004 Remax on steroids, and it will change things in a way no other brand has to now. EXP is not the new purple bricks, and anybody who says so is either ill-informed or scaremongering for personal gain. I'm Dave from Real. I hope you enjoyed these industry insights, and I look forward to bringing you more next time. I really hope you've enjoyed the podcast and if you have, you've found a home here. So please subscribe to ensure that you're receiving notifications of future episodes and I look forward to bringing you more soon.